Welcome to the Quack 12 Podcast, the most official, unofficial, Oregon Ducks podcast on the web footosphere. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Quack 12 Podcast or visit our website at quack12podcast.com. If you like what you hear, please leave us five stars on your listening device. And if you'd like to support the show, please visit the Quack 12 Patreon page, where for a measly $5 a month, you can become an official quacky and unlock hundreds of hours of Gordon Duck content. On to the show. Quack. 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 12 and... Oh! Oh, yeah. I am your host, Adam Shameo. And I'm Aaron Schroeder. That's right. This is the Quack 12 Podcast, the most official, unofficial Oregon Ducks podcast on the web. Footosphere. And Aaron, yeah, I've got the game going on in the background. <laughs> uh, yeah, Adam, I got the game going on in the background. That's right, because we're watching it together over the interwebs. That's why we don't have the video up right now, because we don't want to... You know, we don't want uh, the old Pac-12 network sending their goons You to told us. me before we went on air that we weren't supposed to be talking about how it was on, and that's why we weren't doing video, and we were just going to ignore the fact that we weren't doing video. That's right, but I had to come clean a little bit because I wanted to really timestamp this. Because right now, I'm going to be freaking pissed if we lose this game. We're down by 14 points. Not kidding. Uh, you, you know, we're in the second half. There's not too much time left. A uh, bunch of weird shit has happened in this game already. It's 13 minutes left. At one point, Brendan Rigsby lost his shoe. And then while he had the ball, like literally was dribbling the ball, and someone was defending him, he took the time to try to put his shoe back on. <laughs> Which I love that. I really Great. love that. Smart smart timing. People are Apparently bleeding. somebody is bleeding from the neck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, someone may die tonight. Uh, Utah Valley, not a great team, eight and four from the whack. Yet they lead us at Matt Knight. Um, but anyways, Aaron, I want to get to some huge news. If you're a Duck fan, that's for sure. Guess I am. It back. just so happens. <laughs> Guess who's back? Back quack, again. Quack, quack. Guess Nesco's who's quack? Back. Quack again. Guess who's quack? Guess who's quack? Guess I'm oh, singing you're the talking whole song. about Bo Nix. Bo Nix, baby, is back in a duck uniform next year. Could not be more excited about this. This so he'll is be huge. at the bowl game. He'll be. Oh, he's playing at the bowl game. Definitely. I almost am like, I don't want you to play at the bowl game because I don't want you to get hurt. I don't actually give a shit about this bowl game. Of course I do, but at the same time, it's. You know, you, you get protected. I would definitely not want to further any form of injury on this man. Uh, well, I'm so excited that he's back. I don't know How that do he's going to be injured. I think he'll be healed up since the last since last we saw him. Yeah, um, but, I don't you know, put I just anything on that. The thing that I'm putting concern on mm -hmm. is why is he why staying back? one more year? I think is he it's not. Feeling confident about his NFL potentialities? I th I think so. Well, I think he's more like he's more confident in himself that if he does well this season, that he'll be able to really get some momentum going into next year's draft. And we probably but, offered him a good chunk of change. Bro. Oh man, he's hinging his bets. On the fact that he believes he's the reason why he was so good. When I mean, maybe was. it was actually that offensive coordinator who is no longer with us. And maybe he's shooting himself in the fucking foot. It's possible. Yeah, these are the stakes, my man. It's, just, it's just offensive like coordinator leaving and then the quarterback being like, now's really my time to shine. It's like... I don't think that is a smart decision, and therefore I don't think you're ready for the NFL because obviously you're not making wise choices. Well, then in I'm your concerned. Own, <laughs> you've cornered yourself here, then, because if you're saying he isn't ready for the NFL, then that means it is the right decision. But it means it's the wrong decision because he should be making the correct decision, which is go to the NFL. Let me let me point you in this direction, my man. Justin what I'm Herbert, saying baby. is that he believes his past decision-making 
has been mm-hmm. what has been good about his performance. Has it not? When in been? fact, it was maybe the decision making of the offensive coordinator who was up in the Eagles' nest. Bird's so you nest? are so you Duck are nest? not happy that Bo Nix is coming back for some reason. Uh, no, I think it's great. I think he'll probably do fine. I don't know that he will have as as spectacular a showing. That's possible. There's, but... it's here's the problem with it. This is why I'm not super excited for him about it. Is that he's taking the ten percent chance rather than the eighty percent chance, which is that if he, he could go to the NFL, right? I mean, he could go to the NFL and not be a top 10 quarterback chosen, which and is I don't significantly think... less than what we're... T- like, literally, we don't know what the numbers are, but it is very, very, very possible that he makes significantly or a good chunk more money staying at Oregon oh, for one year. Cause we NIL, were talking about that. Yeah. Then right, we were talking about the that. NFL. Like okay. literally, so at that point, it's like if if it's financially better to do that, and it could improve your NFL stock. Great point. Thank you. It's still so new that I kind of forget that these kids are making money and can make legitimate money. What you really so need to that look kind at. of does change everything. Honestly, good for him. Stay one more year, make that extra bread here, plus get like a meaningful degree in something that you can most definitely fall back on. Just in case you don't go to the NFL. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Well, um, it's just like Justin Her- Justin Herbert is the far crazier case there because I remember when he was – it was kind of the exact same situation. He, you know, he had gotten hurt that season, but then he got better. He could definitely have gone to the NFL. It was kind of like unsure where he was going to land, but he decided to come back even though – he was in a better situation, I would say, than Knicks because measurables, people liked Justin Herbert's size and stuff a lot more than Bo Nix. And so he was in the exact same situation, but he decided to come back, and that was at a time when you couldn't pay the players. So that was truly an even crazier situation. But you know what he did? He went to a Rose Bowl, and then he was picked a lot higher. And, yeah, like I, I don't know. It, it, it's like... It's less of a gamble than you'd think, I'd say. Right. You're right. Maybe I was putting it really big on the gamble. I mean, if he gets injured, though, if he gets injured, that is the gamble. But you could get injured your first year NFL contract. It's also, you know, Justin Herbert is also a really good comparison because didn't he get super injured and was out for like a long time? Broke his collarbone. Which is, you could say that. Because of his inability to show performance, mm-hmm. it's kind of equivalent to the season that Bo had at uh, Auburn. Auburn, yeah, yeah. Where it was him not really getting to show what his actual talent showcase is. Mm-hmm. Here's the truth. I went straight at him like <laughs> I thought he had zero real talent and that it was 100% the offensive coordinator. And I'm going to walk that back a little bit and say that maybe... <laughs> He does have some natural God-given talent. Yeah, well, I'll tell you so, this. So, I don't know. We're hoping I don't know, so. dude. We're hoping it's... that him and new offensive coordinator, Will Stein, can really get something going because Dante Moore, who was, is, is you know, one of the nation's top prospects at quarterback coming up here. Um, he was, you know, he was basically, like unofficially committed to us you know like he was supposedly gonna come to eugene but probably because of the bo nicks news slash i'm guessing also kenny dillingham leaving um the combo of that plus ucla coming in probably paying a bunch of money to him but also just you know being like hey you want to come play at la in an exciting offense uh, hey, are you excited to like success? be in a completely different program in fucking a matter of years? Basically, throw yeah. all your shit off, and you're gonna look terrible because now you're going against elite players who will cream you. Well, this is—he's a high school player. This guy's a high school right. player, so yeah, 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 he's fucked. I mean, it's gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, UCLA. This is the other thing. 
is I think, yeah, this kid wants to play, like, right away. So I think you've got a very good point. Like, he's probably, it's tough when you've got that on your shoulders. Like, no, basically no freshman is ready for that. It's such a rare thing for a freshman to be able to play, you know, this level of college football. But that's kind of what they have told him is a real possibility at UCLA, and he's going to UCLA. I mean, maybe he's just that good. Maybe I mean he could be. He very well could be. Uh, good, you know, good on him. I hope he's not good because we're going to be playing him right, for at exactly. least one year. Um, so whatever. But uh, wish he was a duck because it would have been really sweet to have a five star backup and Bo Nix. Instead, we're gonna we're you know we're looking on the in the transfer portal. There's uh, who knows, man. There, there's a lot going on. <laughs> There's so much transfers and shit that I can't really tell you who's really coming our way. Um, I can tell you that uh, Maliki Matavau, a tight end oh. who I really liked, he's also going to UCLA. So if you want to hate, are you hating on Big Ball's chip over there or are you respecting the game? Uh, Do we count that, do we say that we're still in the regular season? Or that uh, the, do we say that the the football season is oh, still well, in effect? We're still in the 2022 season, you know. Like, then the I technically have to be anti. So, yeah, you're, I am. You're still. Okay, okay. You're still hating on I mean, well, then this is the perfect way to end it is he's stealing some some of our guys. You know what I mean? You know, and maybe I'll continue to dislike UCLA, mm-hmm. but not because of potato chip, but because I think they're proactively breaking Bill Walton's heart. They really are. They really I are. I think he's, like, really going through the motions. He's pretty – I think he's going through the Dabda or whatever. Yeah. No, It will be really weird. His his team is going to become a truck stop. Exactly. Whoa. I just watched a cheerleader do a pretty badass backflip. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Anyways, Justin Flo – yeah, and we're trailing by possibly 10 right now. Anyways. Catching up, though. Yeah, we are catching up. Only nine minutes left. This is definitely a team we shouldn't lose to. Justin Flo's uh, actually landed at Arizona. I was kind of excited about that because he's definitely going to be a starter. He's, they're going to like try to build a lot around him, I bet, just because he's a freaking five-star. And like physically, he is quite the presence. Um, I believe Dawson Jeremillo, uh, Jeremillo, uh went to NC State. So there's that. We'll never see him again. I doubt we'll ever play NC State. Other than that, I don't really know. I mean, there's just so many rumors, 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 rumors. But I'm excited to see. We should be in the phase where people start actually transferring into the program, which is nice because it's only been outgoing for a while. By the way, Aaron, a little uh, NFL product news. Justin Herbert is freaking killing it. Is I mean, his team sucks. This isn't like, you know, most of his Oregon career. His team sucks, but he's good. But apparently he's the first player in NFL history with 4,000 yards in each of his first three seasons. You're Pretty fucking kidding me. I'm not kidding. He's truly one of the best, man. If he was on a better team, he'd have, like, I mean, he could be a, a Super Bowl winning quarterback if he just so it sounds like luck. it's just a matter of time ah uh, well hopefully the chargers build a little bit around him otherwise he'll just always be that great how, chargers quarterback that never wins super bowl how big is his uh how how long is this contract oh i have no idea i have no idea i don't actually pay attention to the nfl because i mean the stats i mean that stat alone right there sounds like he could easily just go to wherever he wants to go yeah, but that's the thing. It's like then that team would have to give up so much. I mean, hopefully that situation works out. You never know. It'd be wonderful for him to get. Imagine if Justin Herbert was like a fucking, I love Geno, but a Seahawk? I don't I want that. that. No. I love Geno. Let him go, Let him go play for the Cowboys. Oh, I'd like that too, honestly. I mean, a annoying Cowboys fan all the time. Send that boy over to the fucking New York Giants. So he can play with fucking with Thibodeau. Yeah, Thibodeau. By the way, did you see some of his stats for this last week? He's also a person that people doubted when you go yep. into the NFL. He got seven tackles, six yep. of them solo tackles, 
three tackles for a loss, one sack, one fumble recovery, and one touchdown. That was all yep. in one play. It was it was rad. He is great. I have I love him. Inadvertently watched like five or six Giants games, mm. and it's it's exciting to get to see him. Yeah, I know he's, he's he's thrilling. Make the whole team uh, out of him. Do we want to talk about Russell Wilson in Denver? <laughs> why do we need it? Why would we need to talk about Russell Wilson? Is it just let's get out sad? of here then? Let's get back to us, dude. Okay, let's get back to us. Let's get back to the text. That's very funny. Um. Yeah, that's right. So for the Ducks, as as far as the other news is concerned. Cornerback Caleb Presley flips to Washington. We didn't want him. Wow. Possibly one of the reasons why he did that is because we got a transfer in from Alabama. Alabama's amazing. Uh, You know that. A defensive back, Kyrie Jackson, transfers into Oregon. Very excited about that. Uh, Just mainly because he's, I don't know much about him, but he's, you know, Made an Alabama roster, and they're that good, so I'm willing to take a chance. Uh, that's basically all the news for now. That's just a snapshot of craziness. There's, I'm sure there's still more to come. Aaron, let's get into my absolutely favorite sport. We all know what that is, baby. Quacks ball. That's right. It's Quacks It Ball. Um, it was a good time for the women's team, anyway. Let's start with them because they actually had three freaking games since the last time we've met. Dang. Yeah, I know. They've really been kicking butt. Bo- two of these games. To start off with, we can just kind of blow through them because it was good old fashioned like Sabrina Ionescu was back on the court practically. Just and, and they should be because these teams are, you know, they were outclassed. Like we should be blowing these teams out. It was Eastern Washington, which we beat eighty eight to thirty eight, and then the College of Charleston. Yes, we all know the College of Charleston. 97 to 33, we beat them. So, not a whole lot to say. Besides, I do got some uh, uh, fun just snapshots of how much of a butt kicking this was. Van Sluten, dude, she is a freshman who is living up to her five stars, and she's a real threat, like right now. She's a, like basically a fully. Now, I, I, there's still room for her to, like, improve. Like, one thing I've heard is, like, she's going to get to the line a lot because her style of play is just, like, going straight to the hoop a lot, you know? And so if she improves her free throw percentage, uh, which isn't bad right now, but if she really improves on that, that's just some more easy points. Uh, Van Sluten, though, she got a career-high 26 points against Eastern Washington. Um, we were 48 and four in the point or sorry 48 versus their four in the point so it's just like we didn't even need to shoot the three but we did shoot 32 percent we were not very hot from outside but i mean we didn't really need to when you score 48 points in the paint um filipino che 18 points 11 rebounds so that's a double double for her uh India Rogers, 11 points, 10 rebounds, double-double for her. Chance Gray, 10 points. Uh, at least hers had 11 points. And actually, uh, Taya Hansen also had 10 points. So, just, it, it was a butt-kicking. It should be. Against the College of Charleston. I don't like, it sounds so pretentious. College yeah, it does. of Charleston. I've never heard a College Hello. of Usually it's from a, the College of Charleston. The College of Charleston. Please, I don't know how to do anything. I need Why a butler not? to take wow, care of okay. myself. Wow, okay, just to add to the game, the ball just got stuck on the rim. They should probably just cancel it. We're only trailing by seven. Yeah, we're six up minutes by and eleven seconds. That's very fun. Um, anyways, Charleston College. Yeah. Charleston College. Who? I've got the vapors. Um, against them, we were fifty-eight percent from the floor. Hell yeah, fifty percent 
from three-point land and 70 percent from the charity stripe everyone was scoring actually elise hurst uh tahina pow pow and rogers they all got 15 points they all tied for lead uh grace van sluten 13 points and then wow. Philip Che got 13 rebounds. That's been a big thing, too. It's like, Philip Che, she's definitely someone that's still, as we keep saying, like, learning the game. But she is really, really crucial with the amount of rebounds she's able to get with just her pure, like, physical dominance. It's just like a lot of teams can't handle the size she's bringing. And so it's just like she's really been able to to clean up on the boards, and it really helps a team, especially when you're shooting well. Like my man Quincy Garrier, who just drained a three and made it a four-point game. Yes! Anyways, so then we got to a huge women's basketball game in a very poorly run uh, mini tournament, the San Diego Invitational. We went against Arkansas. What are your thoughts on Arkansas, the state? I know you're from Texas. I imagine you don't like it. Uh, my sister and my mom were born in Arkansas. I was almost kidnapped in Hot Springs. Hmm. My uh, great aunt lived in Camden, Arkansas, so I would go there a whole bunch. It's fine. Okay. Oh, Fayetteville's cool. Little well, Rock has actually got a surprisingly good punk scene, or it did. Now Not like, like easy pop punk scene. either. Like, wow, this is like actually really good shit happening around here. Hell yeah. Well, I'm for it, baby. However, also, I will say I'm suspect mm-hmm. of anything called the San Diego Invitational. San Diego Invitational. It seems a little low budge, if I'm going to be honest. And I feel like our ticket price is much higher than what that is. Bro, it was low budge, and what was really annoying and is annoying because actually the conclusion of it is tomorrow is that it's on something called Flow Hoops. This happens yep. every year where it's like, you know, congr- I power to you, Flow Hoops. I hope you, you know, end up being something big or whatever, but I'm not freaking paying for you. If you give me like a free <sighs> subscription for a week or something, you know, I'll try that it's, out. It's. It's the same thing as, like, FUBU, yeah. football, whatever. It's even worse, though, because, like... Is it FUBU? FUBU is the clothing brand. FUBO, F-U-B-O. FUBO uh, is yeah, the yeah. streaming service. Mm-hmm. So, right. basically, uh, unlike Sling or FUBO, like, those... Fubo. What is I FUBO? Don't. It's just football, right? No, it's just... All it is is just, like, ways to get cable without actually buying cable. That's exactly what we're watching. Oh, I always see the adverts where it just seems like it's just, here's how you can watch football all day, every day. Mm -hmm. It's it's that, but, like, for, like, cord cutters. But freaking Flow Sports is literally trying to be, like, we have exclusive, all these exclusive sports. And it's mainly things that people don't want to watch. Except I want to watch this Invitational, and they're not giving me a way to do it. And they do this every year where they get actually good women's college basketball teams and, like, try to ransom you into doing it. Right. Like, it it just ends up so I listen to it on the radio. That's what it's always going to end up being. But Arkansas is a damn good team. Um, Arkansas came into this ranked number 17. We are ranked number 16 in the land. Arkansas is undefeated. Wow. The way they play ball is they hit the three and they get the, they get to the charity stripe and they're really good at hitting the free throws. Now Razorbacks, right? Yep. Razorbacks. And they're also really good at flopping. Like Terry Jones kept saying he was complaining about how shoddily run the entire San Diego Invitational was. But uh-huh. he was also saying that um Arkansas is famous for flopping. They really teach him how to flop. Like number really high up there and actually getting to the free throw line. And Hell yeah. so and so what we did is luckily we actually limited to them. We played a really clean game. I think we had, like, nine fouls given in the first half, but only, like, one, I want to say, in the second. I could be wrong there, but I'll look it up. Um, But from the three-point line, they did really well, 
actually. We were in zone. We were we were playing a really good zone. The way to beat a zone is by hitting the three. And you wouldn't believe it, but like uh one second, I got a cough. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dying. Um so a, a player named Aaron Barnum, who was like one of six, I think from her freaking career. I don't want to say career. Maybe it was the season. But I think they were saying uh, career. But really not known for hitting threes. She hit her first three three-point attempts. Great. <laughs> and it really helped them like keep up with us for a, for a good long chunk. That and Spencer, uh, Spencer or Sam, Samara Spencer, who was very good. Um, she ended up getting 20 points in this. They, for God, they got 10 points, uh, from the free throw line, 10 of 14, and they were 12 of 31 three point shooting. So 38%. That ain't so good. We, on the other hand, we were 40%. We didn't shoot that many. We were eight of 20. Um, and from the floor, we were 44%. That really ended up being the difference maker. It's just that they were hitting threes, like, seemingly really consistently. Um, But we were able to keep up with them because we were just on the floor just killing it. Especially Grace Van Sluten. 26 points. It's not a career high for her, but damn, it's high. 26 points. Or I think it's tied for a career high because that's what she scored against EWU. Uh, Just an amazing threat. Andrew Rogers, uh, 20 points, six assists, so crucial. Not only that, but then Pow Pow, you know, because these are our three real leaders, especially on offense. Pow Pow, Rogers, n- clearly now the young Van Sluten. Right. Pow Pow didn't score a single point in the first half. And wow. That was clearly a part. Like, she was, she was doing a great job dishing the ball out, but she was missing shots and not taking that many, honestly. But in the second half, she really hit the shots that mattered the most. Especially at one point, we were down by six points. She hit back-to-back threes to get us tied. And this is, like, pretty late in the fourth quarter. She finished with 12 points, five rebounds. Um, Just, yeah, really amazing. And then Filipina Che got 14 rebounds. That's that affects the game in a huge way. Big that really time. can that can easily tilt it. That's uh, so rad. Yeah, and so we That's rallied. So many rebounds. 14 rebounds. Yeah, exactly. I mean, she's just using that strength. Uh we trailed by 7 in the fourth quarter, but like I said, like it's specifically Pow Pow, but also um Oh my goodness, I'm forgetting her name. How could I do this? Chance Gray. Uh, freshman Chance Gray, another really like highly regarded young player. She came in and she also hit a three pointer late. That was really good. I will say there was a couple of times where we missed some layups. Not so easy. We'll get into to why I'm so intrigued by that in a little bit. But there were okay. some crucial missed layups in this game. But uh-huh. in the end, in the end, we outscored them in that fourth quarter, thirty to nineteen. We held on, even got a steal at the very end to really like solidify it, and we won this bad boy, eighty-five to seventy-eight for our for Kelly Graves's two hundredth career win. So pretty sweet. That gets us actually against number three Ohio State is who uh-huh. we will, but it's barely like a tournament. It is an invitational because it's only four teams. Um, Ohio State, who's ranked number three in the country, they just played USF, and it came down to the wire. Like, they were down by 17 points at one point, and, like, like going into the fourth or something like that, somewhere around that. They had to rally back. Then they had to go into overtime. So they're probably going to be pretty tired because this is two games in a row, and they had to go into overtime, and they played in the later game. So I'm pretty stoked about that because beating number – Oh my gosh, dude! I'm gonna be lit if if we beat number three Ohio State after the three games we just played, and we only have one game, uh, one loss on our on our resume, uh, going into Pac-12 play. I'm just gonna be ready to. I mean, just say this team is legit. Seem that this. Team it's is been amazing. beginning to really feel that way, right? 
yeah, I think this team's chemistry is really there. That being said, I have some breaking news that I forgot to mention, but now is, is certainly the time. Uh, it's not it's not a loss that we may feel immediately uh, because our team's looking so good right now. But Jenna Isai, a freshman who looked really good as well, like always looked good. It was averaging like seven points every time she played in limited time. She decided to leave the program for personal reasons. That's all we know. So it's a bummer, but, you know, you got to do whatever's good for you, especially if you're a freshman. Better to figure this out now. Go play somewhere you want to play, you know. Maybe it's seasonal affective disorder. That's what I, if I'm just spouting out, <laughs> you know, like, uh, but anyway, so th- that is a loss. Uh, power to you, Jenna Asai. I hope you find a good landing spot for yourself and everything turns out well. But that's one less player. That being said, man, I am I am starting to feel really good about this team. We're about to face number three in the country, a very good Ohio State squad. Wow. So we'll see what happens. But if we beat them. Hey, what happened? What happened? What happened? Uh, yeah, there you go. Aaron, will you allow me the opportunity to plug something very special to my heart? Yeah. You will? Thank you. I was lucky enough to attend the screening of one of the funniest internet videos I personally have ever, well, I've ever watched and or been a part of. Because on our Patreon, you can find, that is the Quack 12 Patreon, which you can pay $5, a measly $5 a month. You get hundreds of hours of quality Oregon Duck comedic entertainment from the quack 12 from yo boys at the quack 12 and you can help us make this great show for five measly dollars over at quack 12 patreon you can see a wonderful video a wonderful short film in which we introduce it and then talk about aaron who went to a community center he shot he shot some layups he shot some free throws he shot some three pointers he we did the math which ended up being a little more complicated <laughs> than uh than you would think we did the math we calculated his <laughs> his shooting percentage all right so we got the numbers here we are going to reveal those this episode because we want to be able to compare but i'm yeah. telling you the journey to get these numbers really is hysterical and there is a twist ending on the level of M. Night Shyamalan that had me dying, had me laughing my ass off. It's no, such I, a good well, such a good video that we're also amazing. gonna Yeah. We're also gonna throw it up on YouTube for a limited time. So you can go to the Quack Twelve Patreon for a limited time, all right? And see that. But we're gonna yank it off pretty soon. I love, then you can only find it on Yeah. Patreon. I love the meta-ness of your pitch on it because it, it really is asking someone to go watch a video in which you and I watch a video. But oh yeah, the true story. Because yeah, you've thrown in a twist ending, but the twist ending is from the video oh, yeah. we made not the video in which i am shooting baskets it's it's a lynchian experience but yeah y- <laughs> y'all 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 need yeah. to see this y'all if you're see, fans of uh paul thomas anderson or more appropriately charlie kaufman then this is exactly the type of entertainment you need absolutely uh so once again quack 12 youtube you can see it for a very short amount of time what's the web address there youtube.com forward slash quack 12 podcast oh sure that sounds about right absolutely and then uh quack 12 patreon as well please which is patreon.com forward slash quack 12 podcast absolutely and then um yeah there's a bunch of fun stuff there anyways i'm just going to shout this out Oregon men's basketball trailing by four points, one minute and 22 seconds. So many of your players out there are Adam. meant to be starters. There's no excuses. Let's win this damn thing. Otherwise, I'm going to be pissed. You know how I know we still have an actual fighting chance at winning this game? Why is that? Because Utah Valley only has 68 points. They need oh, yeah. one more point to clinch the win. 
And they haven't done it yet. Whoever first to 69. That's who wins. wins. That's who wins. Uh, I will say this. I swear to God, that is the most true statement I've ever heard uttered. I love it. By our man James James Voss is for real a prophet of men. He'll be back on the show. He'll be back on the show. Yeah, he's got to come back. Um, So I'll say this. Comparing your numbers to the women's numbers, on on average right now, they're shooting 40% from the charity stripe. You shot 66%. Not in a game, but you're also not an athlete. From from three-point land, you shot 25%. Very pedestrian, very mortal. They're shooting goddamn... Wait, am I right? No, no, no. Sorry. They're shooting 40%. Yes. 40% from wow. three-point land. And wow. they're shooting 67 That's what I meant to say. 67% from the charity stripe. So, actually, you're right on the same mark there. So Yeah. You could go in there and shoot some free throws, and, th- and they wouldn't be missing a beat. That's good to know. That may happen. That would be a Joanna man situation. I, yeah, or no, I would want it to be one of those things that's like in baseball where you get hit and so you like get pinch a, runner or something like that. Or something like that. Yeah. So they can like get a foul and be like, all right, here I come. And then I hit the foul shot and then I just go sit down. Aaron, I want to build up what this men's basketball team's been doing. <laughs> Like leading up to what is now a two point game, one minute and nine seconds left. This is fun. This timing worked out well. Yeah. Um, so they played against UC Riverside. Yes. The Highlanders. There can only be one. There's probably multiple Highlanders, though. Um, There's got to be. And this was a game basically where it was like Ducks, it was really back and forth in the first half. They're a high three point percentage team. And um, so they can always, like, rally back, and they kind of, like, kept with us there. But in the second half, we pulled away. We actually had a 17-point lead about halfway through the second half. But by the end of it, it was a one-possession game. Like, from the final, like, you know, like a minute or so. Because, honestly, we just fucked around and found out. We were were not shooting well. We were um, 4-14 from deep. Like, a couple of those certainly would have helped. Uh, we did win 71 to 65. We should have won, uh, won regardless. I will say Brennan Rigsby actually got 19 points. Definitely his best game since being a duck. That was nice to see, especially since he's been struggling, like shooting the three so much. It was nice that he actually, uh, how many did he hit again? Let's see. I got it right here in my hand. That's amazing. Brennan Rigsby was two of four. So, you know, even though it wasn't much, it was pretty amazing. Uh, and Foley, Dante, 14 points, 5 rebounds. Will Richardson, 13. We just barely scrape out of that one with the win. Then against the University of Portland, which is shown to be a decent team, like punches above their weight, at least. Like, should have beaten Michigan State, honestly, you know, um, who kicked the crap out of us. Or beat us, I should say. That team, we actually, it was a much better showing. Once again, Matt Knight Arena. We won 78-56, to and that one made us feel a lot better, especially because we tied a season-high 12 three-pointers, Aaron. 12 wow. three-pointers in that one. Um, actually, Portland's known for hitting it, so that's pretty funny. Instead, they were, uh, so we were 12 of 22. A career-high 12 assists for Will Richardson. Will Richardson has been playing much better as of late. I mean, I haven't really looked into this game that is currently being played right now, but in general, he's been playing a lot better. Oh, uh, Adam, uh, they've got 70 points. The game is over. Oh, the game's over. We lost. There's 29 seconds left and we're down by four, but yeah, if, if history's taught us anything. Um, Rivaldo Soar, 16 points, actually led all ducks in this one. So that's, that's pretty nice to see from him. We shot 53% from the floor, 54% from deep. Uh, certainly could have hit more free throws, though. 14 to 23, come on. So come on. that was making me feel good, especially because Will Richardson as of right now. I mean, we had 18 turnovers in this game, though. Like, that is, that's the chemistry that the women's team has. This team does not have yet. It truly just it doesn't have it yet. Um, 
Will Richardson is actually he has 159 steals. Uh, this is before the Utah Valley game, which puts him in fourth overall behind Luke Jackson and in for Oregon steals. And then he also has 411 assists, which puts hmm. him at eighth. The person who is in seventh place is also Luke Jackson with 424. Huh. So, yeah, he's actually, you know, he's he's really rising up there to be one of the duck, great duck uh, point guards. Pretty sweet. We'll see what happens in this game. Now we get to it. Utah Valley, we've got like under 30 seconds left. I know, Aaron, that you truly, truly, it's a doctrine for you. First team to 69, they are going to win. But Will Richardson just made a pretty impressive shot. Looks like it could even be an and one. Not sure. Do you think there's any possibility that we pull this off? 18 seconds. It hinges on a three-pointer. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Well, there you go. I don't think we're going to pull this off. I think the other I think Utah Valley is getting the ball. Right? Oh, uh, we'll that. see. They're talking. Look at that caveman. My god. Uh, <laughs> they got some real cavemen on there. Too. Some Nordic cavemen. Yeah, so for it, real. It does look like a little some scary. straight up biking motherfuckers over there like scaring me that maybe they're actually serial killers. I get uh, it. Uh I get it. Anyways, that's just their team, though. Well, it looks like it's going to be a a foul situation is my guess here. So, anyways, let's get into the Pac-12 bowl game results. Only two of them have been played so far. Um, Both of them were actually not – well, they were fantastic in their own way, I would say. Um, Sorry, stall. Stall, Aaron. Uh, Okay, this is probably a perfect – time to talk about the ludicrous level of uh ridiculousness that is happening in naming said bowls (laughs) i have to ask what company can sponsor a bowl where it becomes meaningless because or it becomes how low is this bar going to get set before it becomes completely unprofitable? Is college football so profitable that a company worth like 100K is able to slap their name on one and make a sentence out of the name? What is well, going on here, Adam? It's ludicrous. Unfortunately, Aaron, um, we are basically past the point where – I mean, this is the dying, dying days for goofy named bowl games like the Cheez-It Bowl and such. Like, I think in a certain extent it will, but I'll tell you this. The playoffs has basically killed. I love Brennan Rigsby trying to go for the flop. Um, Brennan Rigsby. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, Because the playoffs, these bowl games are not going to matter as much you know what i mean like just right. they they absolutely will not and so some of them i think there will always be that market you know they'll be weirder and weirder stuff but they they just won't even mean as much anyone can do it man well like, no it's not about i'm done i don't i'm not talking about meaning i don't give a shit about the meaning in the spirit of football because that doesn't exist mm. what i'm talking about is the rose bowl will always be profitable because it is a highly regarded bowl. But then you start getting bowl names where it's just like a credit union that happened to own a stadium and then was like, yo, we'll hire y'all two to come play here well, yeah, so we can man, slap our name on this thing and make a fucking cool mint. But, like, are they selling out tickets at all these things? No, not like, at all. You know what I mean? There's no, got to be a point where it becomes unprofitable, and I feel like we have to be swimming in bowl games that are just not making any money, mm-hmm. and they're not very exciting, and there's nothing to them, and so it's like, why do we have these? We definitely are. <laughs> we absolutely are. Um, and and I why think... name them such long names? <laughs> the best is like the cheese it Bowl. I mean, let's be real. Shit like that. I the like Alamo the... Bowl. 
Well, the Alamo Bowl makes sense because it's in San Antonio and that's where the Alamo is. Mm-hmm. Cheez-It Bowl. Again, I think, che- does Cheez-Its just own that stadium? No, they don't own the stadium. They just pay a certain amount of money to right. say, hey, the- this is the Cheez-It Bowl. Right. That's all it's you do. Just it's just advertising. It's, it's just advertising. Yeah, it's, I will say, I think the best joke, and I have to believe it's a joke, Mm-hmm. Is the Jimmy Kimmel presents? I mean, it's all right. Yeah, he did. He he had some funny. He wasn't too bad. He's not my favorite late night host or anything. No, but, uh, but yeah. I think he. I think the problem I have with it is what he is making a joke out of. It's like, look at the ludicrousness. Even I have my own college bowl. Well, Aaron, let's just get right into it, all right? Let's get into the Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl. Washington State at Fresno. I'll tell you what happened, my man. Please. Washington State lost one too many player, but not only that, their offense has been kind of a secret mess basically ever since we played them uh, because our defense is not a secret mess. And Fresno State, with Jake Hayner, the one and only Jake Hayner, Pac-12 Slayer, he kicked ass, man. He beat the uh, like Fresno State. The Bulldogs won twenty nine to six, which we both called. We both said Washington State was going to lose this game, which I enjoyed. Yeah, um, yeah. It was just an absolute ass kicking. It was not a fun game to watch at all. One game, the only other bowl game, which was also an ass kicking. Oregon State played against Florida in the Las Vegas Bowl, a bowl game that has not been kind to us. But against them, they beat freaking the Gators 30-3. to Wow. Yeah. The Beavers honestly are having one of the best seasons, like, ever. Like, it, Good like, for them. I don't know if it would make their top 10, but it's got to be pretty freaking close to making their top 10 seasons ever. It's uh, been long yeah. enough that it feels big. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty afraid of them. I mean, they're really well coached. They're a good team. Yep. Uh, you want to talk about a not good team just to end this whole thing? The men's basketball team who <laughs> just lost fart? officially. Yeah, absolutely. Who just lost to a whack team? Uh, which should it's never unbelievable. Happen. And uh, yeah, I hate them. Um, they should try harder. And we lost seventy-seven to seventy-two against the um, Utah Valley Wolverines. From what I saw, just. Yes, please, John. From what I saw just now, it looked like they were kind of giving it their all. I mean, near the end, yeah, when it was – I mean, they did have a furious comeback, we should say. The problem, I would say, just at a faraway glance here, is that from the floor, we shot 35%. Wow. Uh, and from deep, how many three-pointers do you think we made this game? Did they get five out of 20? Three out of 19. So there you go. I'm better than them. You're bet. You shot. Uh, you, yes, they shot 15%. You shot 25% in our highly scientific study of how uh, their floor, basically, of where they should be. They did um, three they shot- of 19. I did mm-hmm. five of 20. So even if they make the 20th one, they're still uh, four twenty. Nice. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's This is a rough game. This is a pretty bad Rough season. L. Rough team for the last little bit. It's just tough to uh, even be able to start to build the chemistry because you're adding the players one by one. But also, it just seems like this team, as of right now, is not a serious Pac-12 contender. We yeah. could be wrong. We could be, you know, you never know. But it's still... The- Mm-hmm. Do you think the system is maybe it's time to loosen up the reins a little bit, maybe try a couple of new things, maybe bring in a new assistant coach somewhere or like create I, a new position for a coaching staff person? We to take really over? just, I mean, the amount of injuries we started off with and that are still there like, there's still like two players where it's like, we don't even know if they're practicing right now. And like, there it we is. need them to come in. They could make. Specifically with the three-point shooting, it could make such a difference. Uh, we need less of the burden on Will Richardson's shoulders, even though yep. he's you know he's been playing well. It's just like he's not going to be 
night after night an offensive threat that is going to be able to like you know buoy us to win every night. He did get 26 points in this game, seven rebounds, four assists. Um, actually, Enfoli Dante had 15 rebounds, 17 points, so he had a great game. He was definitely our best duck, but yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, we kind of stink. <laughs> That's all I got to say, really. For now. But that women's team, eh? Eh? Finally, some quality content. Yeah, I know. They're good. Uh, as of right now, too, because we both said the Oregon State Beavers would win their bowl game. So we, you and I are 100%. We got the Ducks coming up. Um, we both chose Oregon, obviously. So it'll be a while until we really get a shake who wins the bowl mania bonanza. Do we know the four teams going to the playoffs or whatever? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's TCU. Who are they? TCU, Michigan, uh, Georgia, and good old Ohio State. So boring. Yeah, it is. I, I probably, I'll probably watch, but I probably shouldn't. <laughs> I'll be rooting for the underdog. I guess I'll, re- I don't know, TCU. That'd be kind of oh, cool. my God. I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> I know you love them. I know you love them. That one fan called you, uh, what did he call you again? A heathen. A heathen. Yeah. You are kind of a heathen, if I'm being real. Hey, you know, I think about shit. (laughs) (laughs) I understand the levels of consequence that come with certain things. I've weighted the merits. Well, there you go. They shouldn't be judging people. That's what I have to say. Yeah, that's a very good point. My man, uh, it's been fun talking to you. Yeah, uh, baby. Once again, at Quack 12 Podcast on Twitter. Go to our Quack 12 YouTube for that very, very funny video we were talking about, <laughs> um, which will soon be taken down. This is a limited time thing. You got to go there right now and subscribe while you're over there. But what you do should not really be doing. Try and look at my Instagram. No, no, no. Do no. not do that. No, 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 no. What you should be doing is going and helping us out on the Quack 12 Patreon if you got the finances for it. For five measly dollars a month, you can be giving us the Christmas gift of creating more Quack 12 podcast. Aaron, I hope you have a great holidays. These, uh, you know, this time can be crazy, but I hope you're having fun. I hope you. Oh shit! You're, you're killing it, man. We're in it. This That's is the it. week, huh? This is the big payout week when finally every. Fucking body can shut the fuck up. Exactly. <laughs> being happy and merry, and we'll just talk about how fucking god awful this is. Oh god, we're getting into it. We're getting into the week where everybody's overly hyped po- with positive vibes, and then everyone instantaneously turns those positive vibes into extreme negative vibes as they talk about how shitty their 2022 was and how. 2023 is going to be even shittier. Everybody just needs to chill out already. Jesus Christ. Superstar. I couldn't have put it better or more succinctly myself. Thank you. Uh, this, this has been the Quack 12 Podcast. Hey, we got a bowl game to talk about, and we will be talking about it with a UNC mastermind and our very own Day. Ooh. In a roster review, check this feed coming out very soon. Uh, we love y'all. Quack, quack. Quack, quack. Go, Ducks. Go, Ducks.